0: This is a conversation with Dr. Eli Cohen as part of CODA, the KYHS 2021 Coronavirus Oral History Digital Archive Project. The interviewer is Alexandra Cohen, and the date is May 12, 2021. Dr. Cohen, may we please have your permission to share and include your remarks as part of the CODA project? Yes, you may. Thank you. So first I want to start off by thanking you for agreeing to be part of this interview. And I want to ask you, what was your first impression of COVID-19?
1: Thinking back to last year, I remember hearing about this virus that was in China. And I recalled similar viruses like SARS and, and bird flu. And I was hopeful that this would not come to our part of the world. And so I would say I already already felt a little bit of anxiety about it, but I was optimistic and hopeful that it would not come and spread the way it has. So my first impression was was cautious optimism. Um,
0: Okay, and how does your first impression compared to how you feel about it now?
1: Well, obviously now it's a whole different ballgame. Um, you know, this virus has changed the entire world. Um, it was definitely not a local event or you know, a local geographic event and the whole world has been impacted. I don't think there's one person alive who uh, who has not been affected by by this virus.
0: Mm-hmm. Um so Dr. Cohen, being a doctor, how has COVID-19 affected your life in the office when it first started and is that any different now?
1: Um when the virus first started, I would say there was a lot of questions, a lot of hype and a lot of uh, panic, and so we we decided to shut the office down cuz there was so much that we didn't know about the virus and its transmission. And it's risk, um, especially to patients um, that we see a lot of who are elderly. So, I made a decision to shut my office down completely, um, and we only did some virtual visits. Um, so it was definitely a you know a, a stressful time. Um, paying people salaries and overhead, but really not seeing any patients. Um, and then, as time went on, and we started to feel more comfortable with protocols, and we had better safety equipment, you know we had a, we had a very small supply of of masks and and uh, antiseptic wipes, and as time went on, and we were able to get more of those supplies, um, we felt more comfortable for both the patients and the staff and we also established protocols, including um, patients either waiting in their cars or waiting in separate rooms but but the idea of multiple people waiting in a waiting room that idea had to had to stop um, and so the goal was to keep patients um, basically uh, never to interact or never to cross each other's path uh, while being in the office and obviously um, wearing masks uh, was was a difficult adjustment and especially when you have to really visualize um, patients very well, and many times the masks will fog up, or um, or you know the glasses or goggles will fog up, and so that posed a challenge initially to try and find a way to protect our eyes and protect our mucous you know mucous membranes, um, and still have good visibility.
0: Uh-huh. And you mentioned that you had um, virtual visits at home. How hard was it to transition from being in the office to visiting people from a device?
1: Well, I mean, f- physically it was easy to be able to you know step out of step out of the bedroom and sit on the, on the sofa and and do virtual visits. Um, so so that part was kind of nice. I had to have to drive into the office and. Uh, at that time, patients were very happy to see anyone virtually so so people were very happy um but But in my field, which is very visual, the um clarity and the definition of the images was really not sufficient um to to make good diagnoses on a lot of conditions and so I find for my purposes that technology was frustrating. Um, but, but nice to be able to communicate with patients, uh, but, but at at that point in time, it was really insufficient to, uh, to do a good, uh, you know, a good thorough job.
0: Mm -hmm. And so how has COVID-19 affected you and your family life at home?
1: Well, that, that also has changed drastically. Um, you know, socially, uh, and the way weekends were spent the way nights were spent really we went from having a lot of company and a lot of people over to just having the family at home and really not allowing anyone into our house you know, who was not um, someone we deemed to be very very safe um, so it was a complete change so, you know, weekends instead of having company and or going places I, I, don't, I don't think I've been in someone else's house or, or or you know very very rarely um since covid so um socially it's been a, a big challenge um not seeing people in the synagogue every weekend uh people I got used to talking to and you know asking people for advice um so those things have changed dramatically uh I'd say that was a, a, a very large change mm
0: mm-hmm. And can you explain how you felt during the lockdown and what its effects were on you?
1: So I think the lockdown for everyone was kind of stressful. To be to be at home and be worried about your profession and worried about your office and worried about uh, you know the finances and and you know what was going to survive, what was going to what was going to go bankrupt, what what wasn't. So I think that part was stressful. Also, I don't think anyone knew what would be the duration of of this lockdown. Was it going to be a few months? Was it going to be a few years? I would say that that part was stressful and and frightening. Um, but I was hopeful that it would it would you know come back you know pretty pretty rapidly, um, and and I think you know for the most part it did. I, I would say I I was worried about the food supply and worried, you know, people have enough food on their table. Um, so those were also concerns during the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, and how has COVID-19 affected you religiously?
1: So really for the first time in many years, the ability to go to synagogue was, was limited and I felt the risk was was too great. So it really changed. It really changed the uh, the way we approached Sabbath and the holidays. Um, instead of being more festive and more social, it was really kind of a, a quieter, more family time. Which in some way was negative, in some way was positive. It was nice to uh, spend time with the family and um, instead of instead of the family members and you know and kids running to go see their friends. Um. Everyone was kind of stuck at home, and I think it created a certain cohesive family environment. Um, and also, I wasn't working so hard, so I had I had a lot of free time to uh, to spend spend with my family. And so, I so I think while there were negatives, um, and feeling a little bit isolated and feeling and you know feeling a little nervous about about when we would be social again. But I think there were positives in that people really got to spend time with their families and, and you know, got to really know their families better.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so have you ever contracted COVID-19? And if so, can you explain your experience with it and how it affected you?
1: Yes, I think early on in the pandemic, I did, I did feel like I had COVID. Um, I started feeling lousy and having a cough um never never felt very sick but it definitely felt like i something was going on um and that during that time also i was home so i i um i was not going to the office and not interacting with anyone and i basically quarantined myself in in a room um i wore a mask in in the rest of the house cuz i was scared to infect anyone else just in case testing was not so easy or not so accurate back then, so I wasn't, I did not get tested, um, but I felt I had enough symptoms that I did have um, COVID and never severe enough to consider going to the hospital, or, uh, but, and I did test, um, a few a few months later, I did test positive for antibodies, so um, to confirm that that's, that's what I had.
0: Mm-hmm. And did your um, contracting of COVID nineteen affect your view on the pandemic moving forward? And can you please explain?
1: Um, not really. I I just made me realize that I I believe I'm very careful and practice good hygiene. So I I realized that it was very easy to contract. Uh, I'm not really sure where I where I caught it from. Um, so I realized that it was very trans transmissible. Um, But I think with this virus, you can't make generalities because everyone has a different experience with it. Some people get not sick at all. Some people get mildly sick. Some people get severely sick. So I I don't think you can take your individual experience and extrapolate it to a a larger population. Mm
0: -hmm. And how do you feel about the government's handling of um, the COVID-19 pandemic? And has your opinion on this change since last year?
1: I think the government's handling it was mixed. Um, I certainly think it was a, an amazing accomplishment uh, the way they had funded and, and uh, developed these vaccinations and the government, uh, I think it was called Warp Speed. So to have a vaccine so quickly that's effective and seems to be safe is an amazing accomplishment by, by the government. I, I give them a lot of credit. Um, I I think. I think it was a difficult time. Um, I think large shutdowns, while maybe necessary, maybe were overly, uh, were overly enacted. Um, I, I think it was disappointing because I do believe that masks are a very important tool of preventing spread, and and I think the government should have taken the lead in promoting a, a strict mask policy um, you know, across the country make it a uniform and strict mask policy and, and set an example for people who, who felt that um, you know, it, was, it was an overreach or it was unnecessary or it was a, a, a scam by the government. So I think the government should have done more. I, I think a lot of lives would have been saved and, and things could have been different. So, so I, I, in some ways, I give them credit. In some ways, I, I have to give them criticism in the way this was handled.
0: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned your appreciation towards the government for the vaccine. Um, I want to ask you, what are your expectations for the vaccine? And has it changed life in the office or at home in any way?
1: Um, so I, I believe the vaccine will be effective, it seems to be quite effective. I don't think it's it's a panacea. I don't think it's 100%. So I think people still have to be careful and practice um, you know, safe standards and some distancing. I think people can be a little more uh, open, a little bit less cautious, um, but I don't think they should drop all the other precautions. Um, uh, I, I hope that it will continue... To show uh, benefits, and as more people get vaccinated, um, this the numbers of people infected daily will go down to the point where it's, uh, you know, very, very minimal, um, spread in our communities, um, and I hope that nothing turns up. Down the line, that's a side effect or no negative, um, results from the vaccine. It's not. It's not a. You know, we don't have long term data. On, on safety of the vaccine, so I'm hoping that as the more knowledge we have, we don't find anything, uh, any major negatives with the vaccination.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, are there any new skills or hobbies that you picked up during this pandemic that you can share with us?
1: Um, skills, I would say no. Um, I have become better at cornhole because... We bought a, a cornhole uh, set and played a lot during the, during the pandemic, so I, I've become a pretty good player at that. Um, I would say that's probably my, my biggest skill that I've developed. Um, uh, I, don't think, I can't think of anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And has this pandemic taught you any valuable life lessons that you want to share with us?
1: I would say early on when I recall the president saying that the the virus is not coming here, and again i hoped he was right, but I said oh that that statement is a little bit you know bravado, and uh you know you can never you can never judge the future by what's happened in the past, even though you can sort of uh, have an opinion. I always have to realize that there are threats that we may not have seen that that can threaten us personally can threaten you know our society a threat in our country, um, and and you can never you can never uh, you know uh, disregard those threats based on past experiences. So I think as a as a society we have to be um, we have to have our eyes open and we have to look and look and sort of uh, predict and try and uh, account for what may happen in the future and how to prevent this type of disaster and other possible disasters from happening in the future.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to thank you so much, Dr. Cohen, for um, agreeing to be a part of my interview, and thank you.
1: Thank you. It was an excellent interview.